You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. Hey, have you ever been in pain before? Serious physical pain, like maybe a back injury or knee injury or any other kind of injury for that matter, or maybe just giving birth. (laughs) That's painful. But what I'm asking is like a serious injury kind of pain. Have you experienced that? I'm asking because I'm experiencing it myself right now. My back has been in pain, like serious pain for the last two weeks. And it has been debilitating in the sense of my sleep has suffered. It's, it has not been fun. <laughs> I can walk. I can move about pretty fine. I can do some simple exercises. Some of my visibly fit stuff works well, but I'm not, you know, crushing it with my workouts. Let's just say that. But sitting and lying down are brutal. So I've been doing a lot of stretching and strengthening exercises, which are painful. It's interesting that you have to do painful things to get through the pain and get on the other side of pain. But I'm just curious, have you dealt with pain? And I want to talk a little bit about pain because pain causes us to retreat, at least the majority of people. That's just human nature or even animals when they're in pain, they go and hide in a corner or they go under the bed if they're inside animal. But when they're in pain, they just want to be in solitude. And that's how I've been. So I'm just confessing a little bit here. And you would have never known had I not said something because the average person probably hasn't seen that on my social media or anything like that. But I just want to share and I just want to be raw and authentic and vulnerable with you because honestly, none of us are immune to injury. I don't even know how it happened if you want to know the truth, but none of us are immune. And so it's just an opportunity to find out, okay, where is, where am I weakest in my body and where do I need to build so that this doesn't happen again? And so I want to talk a little bit about back injuries. I want to talk a little bit about knee injuries because those are the most common types of pain that people tend to go through, especially if you are an active, people that aren't active deal with knee and back injuries. Actually, they deal with more knee and back injuries, but I want to talk a little bit about both. And so I actually read a recent study from the University of Michigan, and it concluded that female athletes are eight times more likely to have knee injuries compared to men. Now, when I first read this, I was a little shocked and I was fascinated. So I kept reading and it, it really actually started to make sense because most women that I train, I've noticed that they have stronger quadriceps than hamstrings. And I'm even thinking about myself here. Like I I know my quads are stronger than my hamstrings. The quad is the front of the thigh, right? It's the front of the leg. So that quadricep muscle helps you straighten and extend your leg. And the hamstring, the back of the leg, it helps to, it helps you bend your knee. So if there is a muscular imbalance, 
then it can cause massive stress to the knees, which can cause injury. So really understanding and knowing your body is so critical and important. Now, the knee joint is actually made up of bone and ligaments and cartilage and fluids, muscles and tendons that help the knee joint move. But it's a common injury. And one that you're familiar with is the anterior cruciate ligament, the ACL, right? And so that ACL, you've heard people saying, yeah, man, I tore my ACL, I damaged my ACL, but that is a common injury. But ACL injuries and other knee injuries often happen during some sort of sporting event or athletic movement, and it typically occurs due to stress and overuse and overcompensation. A lot of quick twisting movements can trigger this injury as well as, like I mentioned, weak hamstrings. Now, I am confessing here, right? I have had some weak knees in the past. And so when I do notice that, and I do have a brace that sometimes I'll wear by IncrediWare, that is awesome. But I, when I notice that, I'm like, oh, I need to really start working on my hamstrings. And then I can tell a difference in my knee strength as well. And whenever my husband and I go hiking, it gets overused and puts a lot of stress on the knee. And I can tell then as well, I'm overcoming the knee issue pretty well because I'm very in tune with my body. But I do notice that so many of my clients deal with knee injuries and it's just not uncommon. And so it's important to train properly, right? We want to prevent any type of knee injury from occurring, period. Like we just, <laughs> the pain is, is painful. It's not fun. And we don't want our knees to be compromised. And so we always need to do a warm up and a cool down whenever you're doing a workout, right? Or even like I mentioned, going hiking with my husband, we stretch, we do a little warm up, not like a long lengthy one, but just enough to get our body moving and get our, our legs prepared for the hike. And then you got to remember to work up to your training program slowly. I've noticed that a lot of times people just want to run the marathon. And I get it because I am, if you ask my husband, he'll tell you that I am like a horse out at the races, like out the gate. I'm like ready to crush it and run as fast as I can. And he's more of a steady guy, which is great. That's how you want to be. But sometimes we're wired a little bit differently. So we have to intentionally slow down our training so that we don't get injured. And I'm one of those that I have to slow things down and really listen to my body. Whenever I perform my visibly fit exercises, I'm still always myself and building up to different ways in which I can perform better. Like even with like my jump squats, like those are powerful moves that will really help your leg strength. And obviously don't do those if you've already got stressed knees and compromised knees, but those are great. Jump squats are great to help build up your strength in your quads and your hamstrings, hamstring curls, deadlifts, donkey kicks. Those are all great exercises to, to help build those hamstrings. Obviously the jump squats are going to build quads as well. You're also working the hamstrings. And so doing different exercises like that will help to protect those knees and, and hopefully keep from getting any kind of ACL injury or any other knee injury. Again, not everyone, but the majority of women tend to have stronger quads than hamstrings. So if that's you, definitely start working those opposing muscle groups and get your legs more balanced 
to eliminate that negative knee stress. Okay. That's really what we want. And of course, stretching, it's going to be critical. Stretching is critical for preventing any kind of injury. And I honestly think that is what's going on with my back. I feel like just slapping my hand, my own hand, (laughs) because I know that a couple of times I failed to stretch. Here I am being vulnerable. And I know that's maybe one of the things that's happened here. But flexible muscles, it helps to support and protect your joints. And so the more flexible and pliable we are, the less prone we are going to be for injury. So if you play a sport or if you like to do a certain activity, make sure you're training for that sport and that activity all year round. I think sometimes we tend to do that thing that we love just in that season. Like for me, I love to play tennis. There's other things that you can do in the off season that will help you stay sport ready for that sport so that you don't get injured so that you still have coordination and you have strength and flexibility in the muscles that you'll be using. With tennis, for instance, with my shoulders, man, I'm definitely doing more of my visibly fit exercises that are going to help to strengthen and and help the flexibility in my shoulders so that when tennis comes around, I'm going to be more equipped and not cause stress and injury to that shoulder. But we're talking about knees here. Let me get back to knees. Because, yeah, we really want to prevent injury. And it's really a lot easier to exercise properly and to improve your risk of injury than to have to deal with a possible surgery, which we don't ever want to do. And even just the recovery due to neglect and being lazy. And so I'm going to go back to that vulnerability spot because evidently I had a lazy moment and I'm usually really good with my stuff. But man, I think I, yeah, I think I just didn't warm up well or something because my back has just really suffered. I'm noticing that my discs are getting back into where they need to be because of the exercises I've been doing, some visibly fit exercises. And if you've never heard of Pete Agescu, he is amazing. And my husband and I use his exercises quite a bit whenever we need to focus on a certain area to strengthen. So if you've never heard of him, check him out. But yeah, we just got to take care of our bodies, especially the more mature in age that we get, right? You just can't go running out of the gate like like the horse that I was talking about at the races when we are a little more mature in age because our body will respond differently than when we were younger. So we just have to be more gentle, give ourselves grace, and give ourselves the space and the time that we need to in order to to really build up those areas that are a little more prone to injury. So where is it for you? Have you dealt with injury in your knees before? Have you dealt with injury in your in your back? Like I'm talking about back pain is affecting 80% of adults at, and has at some point in their lives. And so we can look to strengthening not just our back, but we need to strengthen our core, right? To improve and even eliminate back pain. It's not just the back, it's the abdominals, but it's also understanding what are you doing for your workouts, right? Because if you are, yeah, if you're doing maybe a new workout that your body isn't prepared for and you're jumping right into it, it could cause damage and it could cause 
some injury. So we really want to make sure that we are in the solid to, to jump into a new routine. So again, I'm speaking to myself here, <laughs> but back pain is debilitating and it has really caused me to retreat and not be my best self. And again, you've probably not noticed if you're watching me on social media or hearing my podcast, because, you know, I don't know, I don't like to express it and tell people about my pain, but I, I do want you to know that none of us are immune. And so if you are dealing with back pain, I want you to know that there are things that you can do that can really help you gain strength. Things like planks. I know planks are sometimes not fun for people, but I'm telling you, it works your core and works your back, works your upper body too, while you're holding that plank. Um, deep breathing, deep breathing, like in my visibly fit seven by 11 exercises, there's a deep breathing abdominal exercise there that actually works your entire core. So it works your front, your abdominals all the way and your abdominals wrap all the way around your back. And so it's working your front and your back and your entire core as a whole. So that's going to be really important. Superman, Superman for the low back. That's a good one. I've been doing those often. Let me tell you, I've been doing those often. I've been doing bird dogs often. Those are where you get on all fours and you raise out one arm and then you do the opposite leg and shoot that leg straight out, stay there for about three to five seconds, and then bring it in slowly and then alternate bringing the other arm out and then the other leg out and then hold that for three to five seconds. That's been a good one. Another one is laying. I wish I could show you these, but I'm not even recording my video. So if you normally watch on YouTube, I'm sorry, but you don't want to see me in pain. Maybe you do. Maybe that would help the ratings <laughs> on YouTube. No, you don't want that, do you? No, I'm just doing audio this time. Uh, but you can lay on your side, putting your knees at a 90 degree angle and having your knees stacked together. Make sure your knee is one on top of the other stacked and you're on your side and you take your, your top arm, your arm on top, and you rotate and twist your upper body to the opposite direction that your knees are pointing. And then you look that direction as well, very slowly. And you want to try to bring your arm all the way down to the floor. If you are dealing with low back pain, like I've been dealing with, this is painful. Normally, this would be no big deal. But this has been a painful way of busting through this pain. But I can tell that I'm getting better each and every day by doing these kind of exercises. So it's the discipline. It's the, it's the process of being in pain doing exercises that are painful to get you through the pain. <laughs> but yet that's what it takes. And so are you willing to do that? I think most people, I mean, think of physical therapy. That's basically what these exercises are. They're physical therapy moves. Most people want to just roll up and not do the work because it is painful. Think of stretching, right? Like stretching can be painful once you get to that place where your muscles are very tight and your tendons, everything's just really tight and you get to that point it's like ouch that hurts that's where you want to stay for a little while and breathe through it so that you can actually become more flexible the same is true with pain so whether it's back pain or knee pain we've got to get to a place where we understand our bodies enough and we put ourselves through just enough pain to get through the pain and get on the other side of pain but it takes that discipline 
and that diligence of really doing the exercises, the strengthening moves so you don't have this weakness in your body. So yeah, where are you with pain and have you ever dealt with pain? I'm curious. I'm curious. What did you do? How did you get through it? I'm not a pill popper. Y'all know that by now, I would think. So you'd be hard pressed to get me to take any kind of ibuprofen or anything like that. So I'm one of those that I, I just push through it. I just know that ibuprofen is so hard on the liver and so many people are popping those like they're candy and they can be just so damaging to the body. So there's repercussions. I understand that there are times and places where, you know, you might need to have something to get you through a moment. I get that, but you don't want to ibuprofen all the time. Okay. You want to actually get to the root of what's going on and do the due diligence to get through that pain and you will get on the other side of it. Okay. So if you are listening to this and, and you are like, yeah, I've been dealing with a lot of pain and I'm not myself. I just want you to know, I, I get it. I feel you. I hear you, but don't let it, don't let it own you. Okay. Don't let the pain own you. You have to step up and do the work and start owning, owning the pain, right? It's like, okay, I see what's going on. I'm going to do everything in my power to get through this so that I can not retreat and not be isolated and not stay in this status quo state of being because it is not fun. The only way to get better is to be better. It, it doesn't feel like it at times because you're in pain and you're maybe just moving small little moves. It doesn't feel like you're accomplishing much, but you are. I promise the discipline of just doing the little bit that you're doing to get through that pain will get you over the hump. I still remember when I was in my snowmobile in injury or accident and I was injured and I literally could not lift my arm to even put on deodorant. I couldn't lift my arm at all. And I just kept working it and I kept pushing and pushing. And every day I would get stronger and I'd be able to lift my arm a little bit more, a little bit more. And that's what happens when we are disciplined and keep pushing through the thing that is keeping us limited, right? Because it is debilitating, debilitating, especially if you have back pain, man, a couple of my favorite stretches too, is because so often back pain is associated with our hip flexors. And so we really, especially if you're sitting a lot, if you're in the car, if you're, if you have a seated job, if you're always at the computer kind of thing, you really need to stretch out those hip flexors a lot because your back is being affected by your hip flexors and they need relief. You've got to do something. A couple of things I love to do is the pigeon pose where you, excuse me, where you put just one foot in front, bent up in front of you and the other leg is out uh, behind you. If you don't know what that is, just Google pigeon pose. <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe. Low lunges, just nice, slow low lunges where you're pushing through that and into the hip flexor a little bit more. The bridge where you're laying down on your back and you're lifting your lower body, pushing through those heels, that's really going to help your low back, but also release those hip flexors. And I love happy baby. All right. Happy baby. It doesn't always feel so happy when you're doing it. it almost feels more like angry baby. If you're not as, as stretched out and flexible, but basically you're on your back and you grab the bottom of your feet, your arches, and you try to pull your, your knees into your chest, under your arms, under your armpits, 
there. And you just kind of roll back and forth, hanging on to your feet and you just kind of roll back and forth on your back, just a little bit, just moving and swaying back and forth. And if you could see me right now, you would see that I'm swaying back and forth and pretending like I'm hanging onto my feet. <laughs> That's how I'm able to describe it to you. Anyway, you can also use foam rollers. I've been using my foam roller a lot. We really do have to stretch more to prevent injury. And so the more you do it, the better you're going to, the better you're going to be. And hopefully you won't have to deal with pain like I'm dealing with pain. Hopefully it's more preventative. I'm just slapping my own hand here because it must have happened because I didn't stretch at some point. I cannot pinpoint when it really happened, but I must have had a weak spot in my back. And guess what? That's what happens. Our injuries go where we are weak. My biggest thing for you is to just be diligent, right? Just be diligent in healing your body because our bodies really are made to heal themselves, but be patient and be kind to yourself. We really need to understand that mobility is the key. We have to stay mobile and we have to keep lubricating with the synovial fluid in our joints and our ligaments. We have to just keep movement happening so that we don't get all just tightened up and rigid and kind of like the tin man. I think of the tin man, right? Like synovial fluid is like the oil that the tin man would use to start walking again in the Wizard of Oz. So you've got to just start doing mobility exercises, stretching, and then strengthening the muscles that maybe are as strong as the opposing muscle to it. Like I mentioned, the quadriceps are typically stronger in women. You may have to start working your hamstrings a little bit more. So just start to really understand and know your body best. And then do some target, do some target exercises in that in that area, and uh, and see how you do. See if you are a little more pain free. I hope you are, and see if you can tell a difference in how you're operating through the day. So that's my message today. And uh, yeah, sorry I'm not doing a video for you, but it's best that you just are listening. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> you don't want to see the pain on my face. Oh my gosh! In fact. I did a podcast. I'm going to just confess on this too. <laughs> I did a podcast interview with my friend Tina. She has the podcast. It's called Flourish Mint Podcast. And so she interviewed me and literally I had to stop midstream because I was in so much pain and she was so gracious. And anyway, I hope you'll check out that podcast and let's see if you can hear my voice, if it's in pain or not. I did my best, did my best. Anyway, doing my best now as well, but I hope that you will take heed and, and don't be in pain like I am. Don't get in pain. Make sure you're stretching and strengthening and taking good care of yourself. All right. All right. Bless you all. And hey, I look forward to having you next week listening on the podcast. I have a guest that I think you will appreciate, especially right before the Christmas season here. So bless you all and we'll talk soon. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.